Mentality Monsters. I'm going to use the word with the orange well rugby done. team. Someone press that arm. Take it off, Liverpool. <laughs> let's take it off, the Reds. And let's attach it to the Ireland rugby team. OTB AM. Live weekday mornings from 7.30 on the OTB Sports app. The Football Daily on Off The Ball. Hello and welcome to Tuesday's Football Daily. I'm Cahal Malani and we'll start with a managerial appointment today in the Premier League. Crystal Palace have chosen Roy Hodgson as their new manager less than two years after he departed Selhurst Park. Hodgson succeeds Patrick Vieira, who left the role last week with the club on a 12-match winless run in all competitions. Palace are currently three points above the Premier League's relegation zone, with 10 games to go this season. Hodgson was previously in charge at Selhurst Park between September 2017 and May of 2021 before leaving the club. He subsequently took over as Watford's manager at the start of 2022, but was unable to prevent their relegation to the Championship. Ray Lewington also returns with Hodgson as first-team coach, while Dubliner Paddy McCarthy has been appointed as assistant manager. Hodgson's first game in charge during his second spell will be at home to Leicester on the 1st of April. Hodgson's managerial career has spanned more than 45 years and included stints at club level with Inter Milan, Blackburn and Liverpool, while he also led the English national team. Elsewhere today in the Premier League, it looks like more managerial movement is on the way, with Antonio Conte expected to be sacked as Tottenham manager at some stage this week. The Italian launched an extraordinary rant at his players in the press conference after Saturday's draw at Southampton. Conte's contract expires this summer, but the club looks set to act now, and Ryan Mason could be the man to take temporary charge until the end of the season. Tottenham are currently fourth in the Premier League table. They're two points clear of Newcastle and five ahead of Liverpool, but both of those clubs have two games in hand. The former Republic of Ireland captain Kenny Cunningham believes the issues at Spurs extend beyond the manager's position. I don't see that real kind of lack of like mental resolve, application, determination. You know, going out and doing the fundamentals. You know, going out running, tackling, tracking back, running ahead of the ball. You know, being vocal, encouraging people. All the kind of bases are given that you take with any any professional uh, player or group of players. And Tottenham's the only example I just don't see it. The only team that kind of stands alone. I've looked at them so much this season. And I'm thinking, what's going on? What's going on with this lot? They're just like going through the motions. Haven't got out of second gear. They look. It's a, it looks like a funny old group to me. The dressing room, and it shouldn't be that because they take a lot of boxes in terms of the, uh, like senior players in there. You'd look at them from the outside and you think, well, they're spawning the same strong Kane, Son, experienced players, good age, Hoiberg to an extent, Dyer, Loris, Ben Davis, these type of players, solid. Uh, backbone to the team experienced players who you could trust and would drive that dressing room wouldn't allow standards uh, to drop you know it would be kind of quite demanding and vocal and you know younger players would take their lead from that you know that type of thing which is kind of rolled out you see in different dressing we've all experienced it oh, I'm not too sure it's in that sports dress I look at Kane, I look at players being interviewed Kane being interviewed Dyer being interviewed quite sullen characters well, on the international front, the Republic of Ireland are continuing their preparations today ahead of their upcoming internationals. Stephen Kenny's side play Latvia in a friendly tomorrow at the Aviva Stadium before beginning their Euros qualifying campaign with a home tie against France next Monday. One player who could be in contention for a starting place in both of those games is Mark Sykes. The Belfast native has been in good form with Bristol City and made his debut for the Republic of Ireland late last year when he came off the bench in a friendly win over Malta. He represented Northern Ireland at underage level 
But Sykes says he's keen to make an impact now at senior level with the Republic of Ireland and he says the number of opportunities he gets will be down to himself and nobody else. Well, I feel like it's always down to me. Um, I don't feel like anyone should just have the privilege of coming in this setup like this. Um, I feel like this season, definitely from Christmas onwards, that my performances at club level deserve this position. Um, and I always put it down to myself. If I'm playing well at my club, then I'm always in the picture here at international level. I knew I was good enough to play, um, but I don't mind putting that pressure on myself, you know. Um, and I know if I don't put the performance in at club level, then I've no right to be here. But recently, I feel like I've been doing well and playing at a good level. Um, and I think, yeah, I deserve my place here. Well, it's being reported today that Kylian Mbappe will succeed the retired Hugo Lloris as France captain. According to a number of media outlets in France, manager Didier Deschamps reportedly informed his squad of the news at their training base on Monday in Clairefontaine. Mbappe has scored 36 goals in 66 appearances for France and it's believed he's been chosen to wear the captain's armband ahead of Antoine Griezmann, who's set to be named as vice-captain. Elsewhere, Manchester City's Erling Haaland has been ruled out of Norway's Euro 2024 qualifiers against Spain and Georgia. That's with a groin injury. He's enjoying an impressive first season in the Premier League, of course, scoring 42 goals since moving from Borussia Dortmund last summer in all competitions. Haaland picked up the groin problem in City's FA Cup quarter-final win over Burnley last weekend. Sevilla have sacked head coach George Sampaoli, with the club just two points above the relegation zone in La Liga. The Spanish side will play Manchester United in the quarter-finals of the Europa League next month. In the Women's FA Cup holders Chelsea have been handed a trip to Aston Villa in the semi-finals in April. Manchester United will host Brighton in the other last four tie. That's also how the men's sides line up in the same stage of their competition. WSL champions Chelsea lifted the cup for a third time in a row last season as they completed the double. Fulham striker Alexander Mitrovic is facing a lengthy ban after the Football Association said its standard punishment for his sending off at Manchester United last weekend was clearly insufficient. The Serbian has been charged with violent and improper conduct after a straight red card for pushing referee Chris Kavna during Sunday's 3-1 FA Cup quarterfinal defeat at Old Trafford. Manager Marco Silva has also been charged with abusive behaviour towards match officials and the manager will also face an improper conduct charge for allegedly throwing a water bottle in the direction of the assistant referee. And the club has also Landed an additional charge of failing to control its players in that match at Old Trafford. William was also sent off for the visitors in that game and they finished the match with nine men. At PSV, Eindhoven have banned a supporter from their stadium for 40 years after he was found guilty of attacking Sevilla goalkeeper Marco Dimitrovic during a recent Europa League match. The 20-year-old man, who was already serving a national stadium ban, was given a three-month prison sentence. He was also banned from the area around PSV's Philips Stadium for two years. The Dutch club has also said that it'll look to recover financial damages from him and it's expected that PSV will receive a heavy fine from UEFA after the body opened a disciplinary case against them following the incident. So that's it for today's Football Daily. As always, you can subscribe to the OTB Football podcast feed for all the best football analysis, interviews and stories from Off The Ball. The Football Daily on Off The Ball.